welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by a star-studded cast of multiples of my friends. First up, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have the one and only Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. And we have uh, our good buddy, Tyler Sweat, a.k.a. T-Sweat here on the podcast with us. Um, and last, but certainly not least, coming back and returning to the podcast after an incredible debut last week is our good friend, Ryan Gibbs. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Excellent, man. Excellent. Happy to be here with you, fellas. Yeah, it's, it's, great, it's, it's great to have this uh, start wrapping this series up, you know, it, it would be would have been great to have a few more episodes to you know go along with this as well. But you know it's, it was it was really cool getting the you know you know the finality of it. The finality. Yeah. So, Sweat, how are you, how you doing, buddy? No, I'm so glad to be here. Uh, glad to be hanging with you, gentlemen, on this wonderful wonderful evening, and uh, looking forward to talking about this this episode. Um, lots of lots of things to discuss for sure. Amen. And last but not least, Gibbs. How you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? Doing well. Was, uh, got some thoughts on the on the finale, but real real happy to wait. be here. Can't wait. Talk yeah. about we're we're eager to hear from you, Ryan. We're super. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are. Uh, if this, if the sound quality sounds a little different, we went from <laughs> last week we had. Uh, we had T Sweat's like amazing professional equipment, and tonight we're on Zoom. So it's like I I couldn't think of a more drastic change from one week to another. Um, but regardless of the sound quality, hopefully the quality of the discussion will be very good. Uh, big shout out to all of our listeners for tuning in. Big shout out to all of our listeners who uh, stayed with us through the whole season of What If. Um, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, some some strange things as well, but it's been it's been really good. Um, but yeah, big shout out to all of our listeners. We love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. Um, please help us to uh, continue spreading the word about the Royal Geek Podcast. Share the podcast with some of your friends. Leave a review. All that kind of uh, all that sort of stuff really helps us out. Um, boys, it's time to review the finale of season one of What If, and this is the this is the official spoiler alert for all of our listeners. So we're going to get into the details of the finale, which was titled. And I actually, I don't remember. I'm on, I'm going to take a guess. You know, sometimes I, uh, we joke about me, uh, knowing the title, but not and then, but I, I say it in a way where it sounds like I don't I actually, I'm not sure if I remember, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, episode nine. What if the watcher intervened? Close. Close. What is what if the, vow. the yeah the watcher broke oh. his oath? Right? His oath. I was come off, on, guys. Oh, come man. on. See the uh, royal the royal geek fans yeah. out there. They're like these guys don't really know what they're yeah. doing. Like yeah. why are they even doing this? No. Our, yeah. Yeah. our fans it, know. Our our our, yeah. our our listeners know that I uh, yeah. I'm not a good details guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, say, yeah. If anybody wanted to know what the difference between a professional and an amateur podcast is, that's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Man. Our our day one listeners, those guys, they get it right. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right. Um, let's do this. I want to hear initial thoughts from everybody, excluding Ryan, because uh, we'll get to Ryan in a second for the Ryan's rants. Um, but yeah, just, you know, what do you guys think of just the, of the finale? Um, I mean, yeah, go for it. I, I'd say I, I really enjoyed the fact that they interwove everything together. Um, I, I like the fact of that because it was getting a little grating to have every single storyline seemed to just kind of like abruptly end um so it was nice to have them kind of connect everything together uh that was really cool there were some things that i felt like they kind of rushed through um through this episode just by the necessity of it all coming through together in one episode um which is something that we've seen through a couple of the um, Disney Plus shows so far, but overall, I, I enjoyed the, the, the it becoming a more cohesive show by them pulling in 
all the episodes actually being connected. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed, uh, I mean, overall it was entertaining. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The action, the action was incredible in this, uh, in this episode. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed seeing um, in Infinity Ultron, like, go all out. Like, he was, yeah. he was truly, like, there's no way that he should have been beat, to be honest with you. Like, there's no way. But uh, uh, Zola being the, the trump card there was, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But uh, overall, the fight scenes were absolutely incredible and, and beautifully uh, animated. Uh, so, I mean, that was really my highlights uh, from it. Yeah. Well, I would actually say that Zola wasn't the trump card. The 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 I felt like he was two parts of a trump card. Um, mm. I, I felt like it was the combination. It was um, it, it was Zola, but it was also the the entire reason why they brought in Killmonger uh, or the Watcher brought in Killmonger is he needed someone who was greedy enough to want that power for himself so that they could create that pocket universe. Someone who wouldn't think mm. of the greater good and would, would actually try to take it for himself. So I think it was the combination of both of those things needing to come together that actually caused it, not just Zola. Mm. Yeah. Um, overall, um, kind of going back to just in general, I, I would say I, th- this is exactly the way that I, th- I thought that this would go and the way that I hoped that it would go, which would, was kind of bringing everything uh, together into one story. Um, and I think originally in some of our, the conversations I got to have with you guys, um, uh, we talked about that, like the watcher seemed to be getting a little more like he would ask questions or he would say, Oh, I could intervene, you know? So, um, I thought it was good. It was a good way to, kind of bring it all into one collective story. Um, I think a few hiccups along the, the storytelling that I definitely want to bring up, and I'm sure we'll hear some from from Ryan as well. Um, so looking forward to it. We might just have everybody rant tonight. So we'll, we'll see I how it goes. About, about, yeah. I thought it was great. There's, there's a few things to rant about, for sure. <laughs> Ryan said, come on. All right, I'll go real <laughs> quick then. I thought it was uh, – my, my, my initial thoughts were I loved seeing the – like the team up it was really cool seeing how the watcher recruited different people i i you have been chosen <laughs> um <laughs> and i really loved dr strange supreme like it was amazing. yeah for sure yeah he, yeah he was he was pretty awesome him in action it was fantastic um yeah sorry tired all right um ryan i think it's time man that the people are dying to hear Ryan Unleash the beast. For the finale. That's go. right. Unleash the beast, man. Let's All right, it. guys. Yeah, man. I feel like after you know the whole whole name of the show is "What If." <laughs> when the credits rolled, my first thought was, "So what?" <laughs> Gosh, man. Uh, and even the even the credit scene, I was like, "Okay, like so what? So what? Like, do we really want to drag like another version of Steve Rogers back in? Like." Is anyone interested in that? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man, I think like Shimano was saying, I felt like it felt rushed. And I guess that was kind of the only way kind of do it because I kind of ran out of time, <laughs> it seemed like, because, um, you know, the, these 30-minute episodes. But it was just kind of like Watcher showed up. He's like, all right, you come here, you come here, you come here, you come here. Now we're going to do this showdown. <laughs> and even when he's explaining everything, like it's just the 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 timing of the comedy i feel like in the, in this series has been like just off cuz it's like literally the multiverse is falling apart and then like you know frat boy thor is like cracking jokes the whole time i was like <laughs> this is so weird yeah it's so mm. awkward and then watchers is sitting there with his big old head it did, it did feel a little awkward yeah, yeah. you're, you're uh, yeah. yeah like i don't know like in yeah I feel like some of the choices didn't make a whole lot of sense in their version, in their in their entities that they were in their universes. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, for like they made sense in the regular MCU timeline, but they didn't make sense in their timeline that they created in the What If universe. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Like the chemistry was kind of weird when they all came together. Um, because I guess there wasn't really a chemistry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, they're from different, uh, you know, different universes. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, right. I mean, as the MCU has already showed you, like breaking that that um, 
that final bit into two parts can be very effective and the whole you know you build up and have the villain win at the end of one episode and then the whole next episode is trying to figure out how to defeat him you know like in that first mm-hmm. and that also gives you that chance in that first episode to build some like chemistry with your characters because you're not worried about not only having to build chemistry but then having to show the villain as being a threat and then have the villain fall right. all in one episode hmm. yep yep i agree um yeah man it's just some of this stuff is cheesy like you guys are the guardians of the multiverse it's like oh <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, now you're doing the multiverse thing. All right, cool. Uh, I love that just, for what it's worth. <laughs> it's just kind of cool. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't mind the cheese, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Depends on what kind of cheese, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the, the, I thought the action was really cool. Like, I really enjoyed all the fighting. You know, the middle yeah. part where yeah. it's like, you know, the middle of the hamburger, like the buildup, yeah. kind of like yeah, the yeah. fallout was, was weird. That's um, That's but, been a yeah. consistent, good thing throughout the series i felt that the action has been pretty great uh throughout right yeah man you know i was talking about last like last time or last time on the show like talking about like how you know you have all these questions and you like kind of have all this like what what are they gonna do what are they gonna do like you know all this uh what do you call it like just like conjecture i guess and then like literally like at the end of it, I was like, wow, we spent a lot of time talking about stuff that like they didn't even like touch. You know, it was like, yeah. we're just gonna build up this huge fight and they're gonna duke it out. And like, like, you know, it's like even the watcher is supposed to be the main character of this kind of like mm. it's kind of from his perspective. And we we still didn't get anything about him really. Um, even about like his oath, like you're breaking your oath, but who is your oath to? Like, what was the point of the oath? Like and even some of his yeah. stuff was kind of inconsistent. Like, I mean, even the whole part where, like, when, when Ultron's, like, doing his thing, he's like, whoa, hold on, what's going on? Like, I've seen everything. What's going on? And then when they're doing that debrief at the end of everything, I think it was Dr. Strange was talking to him. He's like, oh, you knew, like, you saw everything that was going to happen before it happened, didn't it? And he's like, yes. And it's like, what? So, like, what's what's the logic there? Maybe I missed a detail there. I'm like, are you like all knowing and all seeing, but then like you don't know about like then stuff happens with Ultron and it's like you don't know what's happening, you know. That's but then you point. can like you That's can figure point. out you mm-hmm. can figure out a solution to like fix it all as if like you're all knowing. It just yeah, most, it just yeah, most of Marvel most of Marvel is about convenience. Uh, yeah, a lot right, of things, a lot of things happen yep. because of the con- convenient for the storyline. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, a great point you make there. Yeah, like uh, who, like who's the oath to? Like all these questions that are are uh, laid out there. But uh, I mean, it's true. It's it's out of convenience. It really, truly is. Yeah, yeah. I'll shut up after this. My last, yeah. my last thing. Uh, the the whole the whole jump thing with the arrow was just crazy to me. Because like when they're shooting it, I was like, "There's no way she's gonna make it." And then she just like kept going up and up and up, and then like she does the thing and then she like goes all the way down and like rolls down the ramp of the other side. I was like, Whoa, that was nuts. But also mm-hmm. like just coming off a uh, oh, crap. I'm going to butcher this. Sean, Sean, she, Sean, she bad. You did. Okay. Yeah. Sean, she, um, anyway, this is a spoiler alert, but the, uh, Oh, the I haven't seen it yet. Oh, 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 oh. oh okay. hold on. I'm at, right. Come on, man. I'm not listening. I'm kick you off this podcast. We should. He's gone. Man. He's gone. You talking about me? No, no, no. no. You're good. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. The person who hasn't Let's... seen the most recent uh, Marvel movie. Hold on. I'm uh, gonna kick. I'm gonna kick him out of here. He doesn't deserve to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like I'm like not... it was so it was so funny because like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. But uh, yeah, wait, he's not listening. You know, he took his hand you know the girl, oh, the girl, the girl that shoots the arrow. You know, in the uh, Shang Chi, forgot yeah. her name was. Yeah. But it's like yeah. she literally learns advanced archery in like one day. 
<laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is an insult to archers yes. all around the world. Yeah. It, like, is. it is. <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, I can do it. <laughs> she like literally hits the exact spot from like a mile away. Yeah, perfect form too. Like, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is such an insult to archers everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. Anyone can do it. But uh, then like when she had the arrow in her, in her hand, she's like going for the spike. I was like, this is hilarious. Because like... <laughs> I was like, what's up with the arrows lately? It's like, <laughs> why do you nice. want to, why do you want these arrows in the story so bad to where yeah. it doesn't even make sense? Yeah. And uh, they built anyway. that, uh, they did the, they must have gotten something from uh, the Fast and the Furious directors with that, with the jump. It just right. kept on yeah. going and going yeah. and going. It was just like, that's what I was thinking when I saw that scene. I was like, this, they must have contacted someone from Fast and the Furious. Was it Peggy just, or was it Black Widow? It was Black uh, Widow. It was Black yeah, Widow, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Which like, makes even Widow. less sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, I mean, <laughs> the shooting the arrow makes more sense because I feel like she's kind of like absorbed some like uh, knowledge from working with uh, Clint Barton for so long. But the whole like ability to survive that fall like that makes right. less sense yeah. to me because she's just a person. Of course, we found out in the Black Widow movie that she can she can just do whatever she wants and she just she'll be okay right yeah no powers but whatever yeah it's cool anyway there you go ryan's rants yeah ryan's yeah. rants yeah you had some good you had some good points ryan yeah. gibbs that's right absolutely brought to man. you by cookout <laughs> if only i wish man. yeah that'd be nice that'd <laughs> yeah. be sweet ha- there's there no monetary exchange here for the royal gate podcast for anything uh, in any way yeah no <laughs> trust me <laughs> if anything we're all losing money yeah, yeah. in time truthfully yeah. yeah but uh i mean yeah because we go the we go to pay for these movies and watch these movies and then we come here and talk yeah. about it so yeah we we <laughs> We are Paying for these money. places to put up our podcasts. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say there was some like I, I did feel like it was a lot there was a lot of rushed moments. Um, I feel like you were supposed to feel uh, feel something for this team, but you never really right. like they, they, they never even got like time to talk enough to like for there to be any feelings towards each other, whether they be positive yeah. or negative. It's like the first suicide squad movie. That's why it flops a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all, yeah. yeah, you're right. They were just thrown into the scene and expected to have that same like Avengers chemistry that the movies yeah. had. Like, it was, I mean, cool. Okay, yeah, they were all together on scene and they all had uh, quick, uh, abrupt endings for each of their individual episodes. But then here you do, here you are. You expect them to uh, play off of each other, and they didn't even have any interaction prior to that. So I yeah, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it really was a little rough in that category for me personally um and then you know like i was saying like some of the characters didn't make sense for them to be in this like party thor i don't really understand how it's actually kind of in my mind a a disservice to the thor in the mcu to put him still in the avengers because of all like the it, it kind of makes all of his emotional and you know his the way his mind developed through the beginning of the Thor, it, it kind of made it like, well, that wasn't even necessary, you know. Like, oh, you, yeah. you're an Avenger that, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so, guess what, guys? Got to got to tell y'all something here that uh, <laughs> I was playing around on Zoom and I kicked um, Justin. I know you're showing me the screen. I, I'm well aware of the situation. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you the situation. Go I was for it. Playing around with Zoom, and I punished T Sweat for not seeing Shang Chi because it came out like over a month ago, and I I kicked him from the Zoom, <laughs> and uh, now it's not letting me bring him back in. So, <laughs> so we're gonna take maybe for the first time ever on the Royal Geek Podcast, we're gonna take a break, and uh, <laughs> we will be right back. And we are back. What an exciting break from the action that for our listeners felt like no time at all. Uh, but thankfully, uh, our boy Tyler Sweat is back on the Zoom call. He was unjustly punished. Well, no, nah, that's not totally no, true. It's probably no, that's just. Not true. What in definitely the world? just. You were, you were, you were, uh, 
It's been a month. You don't get to say I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. literally listen, been on a majority listen. of our Marvel podcast the last like month or so, two months. And it's so, amazing, Sweat. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I, life's been crazy. Uh, all I can say is right now, T roll. That's strike one. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, you're right. Strike one. Hey, you know yeah, what? Sure. Let me, let me remove you. One more time. What are you gonna I'm do? Gonna remove you one pod. more time. No, T roll. You should literally put like a 15 minute delay in between the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that I was allowed back into the circle, even though I haven't seen Shang Chi. Um, I'll work on that this week, guys. Shang Chi, Shang Shang Chi. Say it for him again, Gibbs. Say it for him again. Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Say his name. Thank you. Oh man, you would, you would know if you saw it anyway. His name right, is Robert Paulson. Spoilers, come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Getting back to the discussion on arrows on the on the finale of what if um, we are, uh, let's talk about the team. Okay. Well, um, so I feel like Gibbs set it up perfectly to talk about the negatives. To be honest with you. We'd be talking about the negatives the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but we all need to give our negatives. Like I had to ask oh, you what my I gosh. All right, despise go ahead. about this. Go ahead. Go Dude. Ahead. Okay. So what this, epi- what this episode showed me is that Marvel cannot do standalone things again. They have to rely on team-ups every single time now. Every movie coming out, mm. every show coming out is going to rely on team-ups. Like, we already know that in the Hawkeye series, we're probably going to get um, Yelena. She's probably going to be in it. She was teasing it at the end of Black Widow. Yeah. So that's, there you go. That's a team-up. Mm. I mean, every every movie coming to Eternals, we're probably going to get a drop of something in Eternals. Like, I, I mean, if it's just Eternals by themselves, then I'll be shocked. But, like, Spider-Man has Doctor Strange in it. Everything moving forward from now is going to be all all team ups, interconnected. Yeah, and so why is that yeah, a negative? And so mm. why is that a negative? Because they they built they built the Marvel Studios on that Iron Man franchise and the Iron Man franchise alone, right? Like, yeah, cool. You get the mm. you get Nick Fury at the end, right? But I mean, it shows that they have to rely on their other properties in order to push them forward, and I feel like. Why not just lean on the very, very good storytelling that you've already established throughout yeah. several movies uh, throughout the entire universe? Mm-hmm. And instead, you got to reel back in fan favorites. And like, I mean, come on. Did, did they really have to bring Ben Kingsley back in, in Shang-Chi? Yeah, yeah. I they, was just going to bring him back. Perfectly, yeah. Or they even Wong. Like, Wong was awesome, but did, was, yeah. he ne- was he actually necessary to yeah. like... You could use that space to, to launch new characters and launch uh, mm. their actors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and the same thing happened in What If? This episode showed that like each, each episode was a contained unit. Like They didn't interact yeah. at all throughout the entire thing except for The Watcher. And in the final episode, all of a sudden you get... Uh, like uh, Thanos armor Gamora, who was only in it for 0.5 seconds of a, of, a, of the end of episode two. And then uh, obviously there's yep. that lost episode that everybody's talking about where she was the focal point, but still like you rely on that to build your team for the uh, guardians of the multiverse, a, a, a 0.5 second cameo of Thanos armor Gamora. Come on, man. Mm. Jeez. You got like a paper towel to wipe the sweat off your forehead over there, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> I up. mean, hey, I'm just I'm just taking after good old Ryan Ryan over here, man. Oh, I got everyone so up here. So we have Ryan's rants. Now we have Justin's jousts, <laughs> and then uh, we'll have Jess. Tyler's tirade. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's my thing. Yeah. I I agree with some of what you said, but most of it I don't. I I think in regards to what if I understand what you were meaning about. Like it did, it did feel in, in. I guess, I guess it feels in some regard like, yeah, they they relied on a team up at the end. But what I don't like about what you said, Justin, is like if you think about the grand MCU as as a whole, anytime there's a movie and there's not more MCU interconnectivity, like other characters showing up in those movies, people complain, right? Mm. We complain. Yeah, we they want do. More of they that. do. You're, you, what I hear from you, you sound like a Star Wars fan that's not happening Whoa. no matter what. That's what Man. I'm hearing right now. <laughs> wow, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you just critique mm. the best thing about Marvel. Okay, you listen, I think... the best thing about yeah. the MCU. Well, <laughs> and and what what I think this, this show did, like I said, I think we all saw it coming, was it was not only what if these individual storyline, you know, these individual characters had their own different arcs and had their own different endings kind of thing. Um, I think though, kind of, I think Ryan and, and Justin mentioned this, 
the what if kind of was okay. What if there was a team up of these different um, different characters with different motivations? You know, we got um, some variety of people in different roles in this uh, in this particular. The the only thing that I, I thought about the the team up aspect of it was that really the whole thing relied on Doctor or the the Supreme Strange a little too much. Like if he wasn't there, then they have they have no shot. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I saw a meme uh, this this week that showed the full team and it said the Guardians of the Multiverse at 100%. And then it just showed the next frame just showed Supreme Strange and it said the Guardians of the Multiverse at 99%. Uh, so like that's, <laughs> that's so true, yeah. man. So that so was the only true. thing like he, he was a little OP as far as like uh, he provided their armor. He He was the one that that ultimately you saw what the whole plan was wrapped up to be. Like I, that was the only thing that I thought is like, okay, cool. You brought all these characters together. Um, we got to see um, a lot of different, you know, arcs for these, these people, these, these characters. But at the end of the day, like he might really only needed, you know, yeah. those guys to play some parts and then Supreme strange kind of took it home. Well, I think the biggest issue with what, okay. So with, with what Justin was saying, the big, the biggest thing is this it was unnecessary collaboration like that's the biggest thing is in the rest of the mcu when they build the collaborations they at least build a storyline to where it makes sense for them to intersect it didn't really make sense for these people all you know connect when they were you know i think that's the biggest issue is it was just like mm. instead of the storyline driving them to this team up it was you know what would be cool if we just jammed all these characters into one episode and then had them team up i think that that's is kind of why the chemistry was off that's why the chemistry was off that uh, yeah. was talking about the, the annoying part was yeah. like the only uh the only like connecting factor between all these different people was the watcher and then it's like okay watcher gets them all together and then, then we didn't learn crap about the watcher I'm like, okay, the team up kind of sucked, but it's like, and I didn't learn anything else about the watcher, and then it just ended. I was like, what is going on? I mean, yeah, and then, well, in the and one of the weirdest things was, okay, so you get called by the watcher, but like, what is there even reason for being like, yeah, I'll go with you? Like, I mean, right. like, well, Thor didn't have a choice; he was literally picking <laughs> yeah, up Thor. the drag. Yeah, that I'm was like, the okay, best yes, one. Yes, screaming. I will, <gasps> I, I will admit that, but it's also like, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. You know, he, he, the Watcher had only really interacted with Supreme Strange before this, you know? So, like, the idea of there's just this random thing <laughs> showing up and being like, hey, we need you. Mm. And it's like, but, but, like, why do you need me? Like, why wasn't, like, there a little bit more fight, you know? I mean, the montage uh, scene of collecting all the people, like, uh, it, it was enjoyable. I mean, I enjoy a good, like, hey, man, you're in. Like, come on, let's go. Like, we need you. Like I enjoy that, and, and and honestly, there could have been more characters that he could have could have added. To be honest with you, if they, if they were going to go this route, if they're going to go with this route mm -hmm. of making a team, why just limit it to that that number? Like, why not grab because that's how many were on the that's how many people they had six, just like the original Avengers team. That's why. Yeah, so they can get that cool mm -hmm. little uh, rotation exactly right pose yep. that they yeah. just did. Yeah. The yeah. original yeah. Avengers yeah. pan around, yeah. But the thing is, the problem when you do a montage shot like that, you already know the person that is pulling you into the situation. Like, all yeah, those montage shots true. are you going out to get your buddies. You're picking up your buddies or, you know, the people yeah. that you've worked with for years. Well, it isn't it, not, it isn't not necessarily. Not necessarily, because, I mean, you think about Nick Fury. He kind of dropped in on a few of those guys uh, unawares, you know, he's like, Hey, we've got this Avengers initiative. Why don't you, then they, they built the chemistry. Granted, they built it over, you know, over a decade. Yeah. But he built, but, he built um, the chemistry though. He interacted with them. Right. It took it, it took, right. you know, multiple movies before Iron mm -hmm. Man was, was willing to, you know, like before they really built that relationship, you know, he already had a relationship with Nisha, you know, he had he he had he did take time with Captain America to work with him before they ended up meeting Captain America. You know he had worked with Hulk for or Hulk was kind of pulled in because you know he was a scientist, but you know even that made sense. But it was just literally like you, 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 and you. You're now part of the team. You know it was. It yeah, was that's, what, that's it was, what it was. That's what it felt like yeah. too. Yeah. 
I think the problem is like we're comparing a nine week animated show on Disney Plus and the way they do things and their formula and their strategy, like the writers, you know, Feige's strategy. We're comparing that to over a decade worth of movies and long planning. Mm -hmm. Like these little shows are 35 minutes. So it's like, I I think I'm a little, I'm a little, I want to critique y'all for being so moody, but I also, I think what I really want to (laughs) critique, mainly Justin, he's just being a little baby right now. Uh, (laughs) But what I, what I really want to critique is when I first heard about what if my first thought back whenever they first announced it was, Oh, that'll just be like a fun, you know, filler fan service that's all i thought and then when they did wandavision and then especially loki literally right before what if started and you see the Mm -hmm. multiverse branching all of a sudden it to me and i said this on the pod it felt like what if like the series itself was going to mean much much more in the grand scheme of the mcu which in fairness of course something could still come of that but it doesn't, I'm mm. not, there's nothing obvious right now, right? So I well, think my, let me finish. I think my critique um, is that if, if, if I'm just led to believe, like I originally thought, hey, just shut the logic side of your mind off and have fun. I'm going to do that and I'm not going to complain about it. Mm. But, yeah, I understand that. I but I that. started, after I saw the finale of Loki, I'm like, dude, what if, like, okay, what if this guy makes, you know, this character transitions into the main MCU, like live action. I think about that with every Mm -hmm. single episode. And now at the end of the season, I'm like, well, no, it probably still is just fan service. And I probably should have, I probably (laughs) should have just shut my mind off. But since we didn't shut our minds off, we're here. You know, we have a lot of thoughts. We have, we have Ryan's rants. Yeah. The the only thing, uh, and again, I'm still, thinking that obviously these are these are stories maybe not that we see every character crossover into the live action um universe or even t- for for Disney Plus series or movies but the one thing that tells me that these are important stories are the fact that they're using things like the infinity stones and they're giving more kind of lore about uh, how those operate and that's another point of tension we can talk about in just a little bit but um, yeah, it's it's interesting, and I and I know we talked about this early on with these Disney Plus series. What just how much crossover, um, and this kind of gives even more gray area. But uh, I, I believe they're seeing these as like legitimate um, MCU storyline type of things. So I think we should take them seriously as far as how they're presenting the the characters, the logic. You know, now whether they have any ongoing ramifications. Uh, the only thing that I could see happening here on out is maybe we get a live action watcher um, at some point, potentially. I don't know. Uh, maybe even as just like a cameo or um, some sort of like in credit yeah. kind of touch maybe. But um, yeah, so I'm not holding out hope for any like crossover. But I do think just like you said, uh, Tyler, I actually use that argument kind of or to say the same thing i think that since they have presented these disney plus things as a very legitimate part of the mcu i think we have the right to kind of critique and and say like you know why why did they rush the storyline or why do they not use these characters in this way i think it's it's legitimate to bring some some frustration because they're you know i think they're bringing these storylines to us it depends on what you're expecting i'll take it back to what mm -hmm. i talked to my friends about eating on my at my uh at my uh college campus where i went to school when you go to the cafeteria it's like man you know what the food's not gonna be that great but if you, you gotta go in there you can't expect a five-star meal but if you go in there every day expecting maybe a two-star meal every now and then you might get a four-star meal and guess what oh, it's really good okay so my <laughs> counter that to that statement t-roll <laughs> is this disney has Disney and Marvel have presented that everything that they're going to put on Disney plus is going to be a five-star meal. So we need to see it that way. Yes. But, but you can't reasonably believe that it's animated. Okay. Well, okay. Well, here's the <laughs> it's, thing. Okay. It's literally well, animated. Listen, li- no, but listen, here it's we go. Here literally we go. Okay, animated. So, this isn't Disney DC plus. boys. Okay, this isn't well, DC. Listen up. This yeah. Because DC, if it was DC, Justin. if it was DC, then the animated would be so top tier that we wouldn't even be talking about the, the inaccuracies going on here and what if. So, okay, here's my thing. Okay. Disney <laughs> plus has set us, has set us up with 
with great content and great connectivity. And they are putting a lot of eggs in the basket of the, of the series, the shows. And we're seeing that they do connect to the movies. Like we're, we're getting, we're getting that um, whether it's through story or through characters or something like that. Right. So when what if came out and we're watching it episode by episode, we're expecting them to take that at more seriously and have some sort of connectivity to the actual whole MCU. And my fear here is that the only thing that we're going to get out of what if is going to be like literally like a watcher silhouette in the background of, of one of these next movies. Like, I feel like that's right. all we're going to get yep. out of this. I don't, yep. I don't think we're going to get a live action um, watcher just randomly like having a conversation with somebody. No, we're going to get literally like a silhouette of glowing eyes and an outline of his head. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like my issue with this is like the same issue I kind of have with WandaVision. It's like, cause like at the end of WandaVision, you know, you're kind of like, all the Reddit stuff, all the discussion, like, wasn't that awesome? Like, and then the finale wasn't that good, you know? And then, you know, then kind of the the fingers pointed back at you as like the audience, like, okay, well, why'd you take it so seriously? Like, why'd you make your expectations so high? It's because they were building something in that show that you felt like was going to be super epic. You know, they're like dropping, you know, like Nightmare and they're dropping the devil and Mephisto and like all these different things. And Ralph Boner. And Ralph Boner. Ralph. And as the audience, you're like, this is going to be epic. And then when it ends up just being Agatha and Ralph Boner is nobody, yeah, I'm mad about that. And uh, it's the same thing with this show, I felt like, because coming on the heels of Loki when literally the multiverse concept was just like, you know, exploded. And then here comes what if you're kind of in that same mindset. And I think that's part of the marketing too, is like multiverse is split. Here's a show called what is. And, you know, I think Marvel's leading you down that path, that line of thought. And, you know, I think that you have high expectations, you know, for that. I think they presented this as like, this is going to be like a, you know, happy go lucky TV show. That's like its own thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe, I mean, maybe I'm wrong for that, but I just felt like, even the episodes, the way they ended, where like they didn't really finish the episodes, you're like, wow, this is leading to some epic conclusion. Yeah. And we didn't get that, you know? And even the episodes in, the, in and of themselves, I felt like weren't that fun. And they didn't tell stories very well, even in like the individual episodes, let alone mm-hmm. the whole arc of the whole entire series. And so yeah, that's, what, I mean, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I feel like if they didn't want us to take it as seriously, they wouldn't have made it like on the heels of Loki. And if they put something else live action out to like, if they really did want you to take it seriously, like have Hawkeye and mm. what if run at the same time. And then that way you're like, okay, what if is obviously a lower tier. So you I mean, shouldn't think of it as high, as high, high of quality. Or they can do what star Wars did with star Wars visions. And they came out and said that all of these standalone stories and star Wars visions are non-canon. And they just let yeah. us enjoy it for what it was. But Marvel is all about connectivity and they wanted to, yeah. to at least have some sort of continuity mm-hmm. or something going on there. So they left it as is and it's all part of one big universe. To Anthony's point, I do wonder, I can't remember where this was supposed to fall in the original timeline that they release. Because you know that COVID affected so much with Marvel. Um, yeah. But that's a great point, Shimano. I totally agree. Um, I th- again, the way they presented it, like I understand like they yeah they're saying everything is top tier but I also just feel like you know it's common sense that like again this isn't DC this is Marvel's first ever for the MCU MCU direct tie um this isn't Star Wars this is their first time they, they've ever done animated so it's like I was always like mm-hmm. you know what we'll just see what happens you know yeah. I think that's why I've been a little <laughs> less critical um yeah but but I under I understand the frustrations, you know. At the same time, for what it's worth, some of the episodes were great. You know, the oh, Star- absolutely. Star- yeah. episode was awesome. Yeah. The got, strange episode. We got awesome. Chadwick Boseman again. We got Chadwick Boseman. Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, multiple yeah. times. One, yeah. La- one last ride. Yeah, four times. Four times he voiced a character. Four episodes, man. That's that's incredible, man. And uh, I mean, he he truly he loved that character and it showed and. Even in like they had a plan for him to be a, a spinoff show of the of the Star Lord uh, T'Challa character, so like that's that's really? incredible. But um, oh, man, yeah, sad. he he will be missed, and he did a great job. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, anything well, positive was, you guys also, want to say? 
Um, I mean, it, I mean, it was it was the action was awesome. Like it really was. It was super cool with the action and you know getting to see the fight. Like really, just the fight scenes were really well done. Um, you know, everything like kind of outside of the actual like storyline driven stuff was really well done, and I liked. Um, I, I like the possibility of what they're doing with the watcher. Like, I, I like, I, you kind of also got to understand this is season one, you know, of the show. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, is this going to be a situation where you're peeling back the onion of the watcher? Like, it's the reason why you don't know more about the watcher because this is just the starting of the unraveling of his story, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that possibility of it being something that is, you know, larger and, and him interacting right. with these multiverses in that sense. Well, and I, I've also heard that perhaps season two, there could be some like some ramifications for the watcher for intervening, for breaking his oath. Um, yeah. That there is, you know, kind of like a, a, a council of of watchers that that kind of hold each other accountable to that. Uh, um, to that standard, to that oath. So perhaps there could be some ramifications for that. So what you're um, saying is it's going to be like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Where Raiden no. becomes oh, human. No, no one is ever going to <laughs> compare anything no. Marvel to Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Come on, man. But no, no, I, I think it's going to be saying, more yeah. like the Council. It's going to be more like the Council of Ricks. You know, from yeah, Rick and Morty. Okay. Yes. yes where, yeah. Except not I all. Can see, like, I can see that, all, actually. Yeah. They're not all Uwatu. Um but yeah, I, that's that's the only thing I could see maybe happening as far as like development, because um, I don't really see how they could roll into a second season and just be like, OK, now we're going to introduce a, another six characters and then build up to a another threat. Like, you know, what's the what's going to be right. the trajectory? Well, for, see, the thing for is, what if? I, I think they need to keep it as uh, individual anthology th- series and like what if should be its its own entity and not actually connect with the mcu the reason i say that is because they can they can do these types of anthology things with other other of their properties for example like Forever. who would not tune who would not tune in for a animated like deadpool series of deadpool kills the marvel universe as an individual anthology non oh my series? gosh like, yeah like, so why not just keep the what if series as a separate entity and like as one of those like hey here's a morsel you love these these characters Let's just throw mm-hmm. them out there as different entities of themselves, and 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 just enjoy it for what it is. I actually, I actually think bringing this is a total offshoot of what you just said. Um, one of the best, I think, one of the best things they could do, and I don't even know if I saw this idea somewhere or if uh, if I thought of this, but the one of the coolest ways they could introduce Deadpool into the current MCU is is, is kind of taking that idea of the Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, but do Deadpool kills the Fox universe. And yeah. he goes through and kills all the other properties that are being killed off. Yeah. And then oh, bring yeah, them in not, that right? way. Sure. That would be hilarious. Do it that way. And sure, they can animate it. Why not? Like, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, animate it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're, we're still kind of lost in this, like, okay, there's live action, there's anime, they're building one universe, but now it's multiverse, and there's, uh, there's branching realities, but then there's variants, and, like... Uh, and then my my biggest thing too, if like okay, if this is the Mar- Marvel multiverse, and obviously we're just getting a, a, an animated version of the Watcher in this series, like will there be ongoing ramifications of what the Ultron or the the uh, what do they call him in Infinity Ultron? What was his like official yeah. title in this episode? I, I thought it was Ultron. Infinity Ultron. Infin- Infinity That's Ultron, like whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. So, since he's gone through all these different universes, like, will there be ramifications through some of these multiversal um, realities we see? Like, that's that's the only thing. This that, that was one of the big things I thought after the fact. Like, I know there was some resetting done, but how did they reset the the timelines? Like, does that uh, the capacity well, the Watcher has? And that's to- and that's another thing that I also did not like was. Uh, <laughs> The watcher just hey uh, go through this door and uh, you won't have any, any recollection of uh, saving the universe, but uh, return back to your timelines. And then with that, like Natasha goes to this universe that lost their widow, and then are we left to believe that is this the MCU? Is this another universe that lost the widow? Like what did we did we get her back? Is she coming back? Like obviously mm. that scene did not happen in the live action MCU, so it leads me to believe right. that. 
uh, she's not or in the again. But it at least it at least gives like a a plausible way that we could have her back now that she's settled her lawsuit with uh, with Disney. Um, you know, <laughs> right, <over>. exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I don't know. I feel like some deaths have to be finite. You know, like like I feel like her death was so well and moving and i felt same thing with like with tony you know he, with iron man like he went out the way he went out i feel like bringing him back would be a disservice to like the the way his oh, for character sure. went Slap out in the and face. The story, yeah, yeah. Agreed. and the storyline you know yeah yeah agreed but oh, we all man. know that the mcu loves faking you out and be like oh they're not really dead Mm-hmm. true if it's so true yeah but they haven't done that as much over the last few years as they used to they used to be a they used to be a very common thing yeah you know but overall boys um it was entertaining I mean, enjoyed yeah the series. I'm, I'm glad yeah, sure. i'm glad we'd had it you know mm-hmm. i'm glad it exists yeah, yeah it's the fact that it's yeah. a property is awesome yeah one one thing that uh, i think justin and i had mentioned in an earlier conversation was I hope now at this point I hope the Infinity Stones are kind of done. Um, yes, because <laughs> this 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 was one thing I, I like as we saw this kind of becoming a, a key player in the end of the this season, and then they just kind of were like they were making up new rules for how the Infinity Stones worked, and then you know it, they did work in different dimensions, but then they're made up of different are they are they made up of different. Uh, like uh, materials where you can't interact with them the same way. Like they had the stone crusher. Like we're just going to skip past the fact that they had an infinity stone crusher uh, that then all of a sudden couldn't work on these. Cause they were from a different, like that kind of stuff all seemed like Justin said earlier, it, it was all convenience. Um, and, and yeah. that part I, I didn't like so much. And I'm kind of hoping like this is, we lay the stones to rest and we go on to some, some other, some other thing to chase after. In the next uh, next series which, of movies, which I feel like is completely doable, because although it, the you know every movie up to this point has kind of been based around that idea, but there's so much more mm-hmm. to the Marvel like world than just the Infinity Stones. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. so much more out there for the build on. So many strong things for them to pull on, and you know, with Marvel pulling in, you know, reacquiring so many of their assets that they had lost um i feel like there's so much there's so much that they can pull from now that you know it's almost like having the infinity stones would actually is almost limiting their creativity in a lot of ways i think i don't mind the infinity stones i just don't want them to be the focal point you know like the way that they Mm -hmm. were used in loki like they're alluded to you see them like you have a reverence for their power, but then like at, at least in Loki, they just they they were they were useless. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying they have to be useless. I'm not saying they have to be just like that. But I I want them. To, mm. if, you know, I think one of them or two of them or whatever they'll pop up from time to time, and I'm okay with that. But I just don't want that to be the focal point. Even in this one, it's like Ultron's overpowered already, but because of who he is, but now that he has the stones, he's like super overpowered like they were the focal point they had to trap those stones in a pocket universe in what if yeah right yeah they technically didn't even defeat him correct so it's like moving forward i don't mind seeing the stones here and there i just i just do not want that to be like the the focus of any movie (laughs) i I think that's what Mm -hmm. you're saying sweat maybe i'm yeah yeah so so at the end was like kind of the thing like you have these two like ai programs who's like uh you know, soul mission is like the same sort of thing. So they're kind of stuck in this never ending standoff. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that kind of the point? Well, it was, I mean, it was yeah. Zola. Essentially, yeah, Zola and it was Killmonger. I mean, Killmonger. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but Zola was able to fuse with Ultron because, I mean, they were both AI uh, and Zola just was able to consume Ultron and I guess presence or whatever it was, the consciousness. But it was Eric Killmonger. Uh, he was the one who uh, was going toe to toe with Zola for, I guess, eternity. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was his. Yeah, basically, they used Killmonger's personal greed, which actually made his his episode make even more sense 
I felt like and, and it makes the, and it made his presence as a part of the team make sense at all. Cause otherwise, why would you pull him if you weren't going to mm-hmm. use his greed for this situation? Right. You know, it's like yeah. I'd said before, like the only reason that you would pull him there is you knew you needed someone who was greedy enough to want the stones for yeah. himself. I mean, yeah, once right. he picked up that yeah. Ultron drone's head, like we all knew he was going to be like, something was he was going to yeah, turn. Do something. Right? Like we all knew he was going to do something, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, because especially in the episode, they they did such a they made a such a huge point of showing emphasis, yeah, every right, single yeah. time that he had the chance to make the right or just decision, he made the decision that was best for him. Right. Well, boys, before we wrap it up, any other last thoughts on the finale or what if as a whole that you want to say? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um, the, the biggest positive I'm going to say is I, I can't wait to see more little side stories. You know, I love that. Continue to build the universe. Yeah, these little small yeah. stories. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. Gibbs, last words for you, buddy. Roll time. (laughs) Just a disclaimer, uh, Ryan is actually not an Alabama fan. That's more (laughs) of an inside joke, but I love that. I love it. All right. Um, Well, with all that in mind, uh, this is yet another Marvel Disney Plus series, number four, that we have reviewed here on the Royal Geek Podcast. So big shout out, big thanks to all of our listeners tuning in each and every week um you mean the mo- you mean the world to us we're very thankful for you please uh subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen leave a review for us wherever you listen share the podcast with other friends of yours and help us to grow as we are still we've, we we still are the new kids on the block you know what i'm saying um yeah what if was fun looking forward to season two whenever it comes out and looking forward to much much more exciting Marvel content and other content to be reviewed here on the Royal Geek Podcast. With all that in mind, for my good friends, Justin, Anthony, T-Sweat, and Ryan, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.